Carissa, Delaney, and Allie. Six flights up, six flights up, six flights up, six flights up. Don't lose your sparkle. Okay, welcome back to Six Flights Up. I can't believe it. We are on episode five. We are here. We are ready. This week was Allie's birthday. And her alter ego, Mrs. Iglesias, was out to play. She's the best. She I'm... was present all weekend long. <laughs> if you she don't really know Allie or Mrs. Iglesias, she was an <laughs> alter ego created when she was going through the worst time. So it was kind of a trauma response, but she became <laughs> Mrs. Iglesias. An epic yes. character in our friend group. Yes. She's comes comes around. Quite she often. wears big sunglasses. Yes. That's how you can find her. <laughs> Similar to, so we got it from Bridesmaids and that's like our favorite scene when she's on the plane. Yep. She's like, I am Miss Iglesias. <laughs> no, it's, it's no, not me. No, I came home, remember I came home late one night and you guys were all like, is she like tipsy? And I was like, a little bit. And, <laughs> and you guys, I just was taking my makeup off and then you were all recording me. And I was like, I need my sunglasses. Like, this is ridiculous. And then yes. I put them on and then I like went right into character. <laughs> and it's actually on tape. You'll probably see it on we the page. We have so many Mrs. Iglesias moments. And you can refer to our Instagram at Six Flights Up because I'm sure we will have a compilation posted very soon. Oh, absolutely. That's coming. So don't be, don't be confused, but she comes out. <laughs> don't, and, be don't be confused. <laughs> and if you, need to, uh, if you need to refer to our last episode to be aware of where this character came from from our trauma yes uh, refer to episode four she was a really big benefit from I all have the trauma to say we forgot to mention her last episode she's amazing and i'm really glad so if you're ever yeah. looking to find a way to get through a really hard breakup or uh traumatic something you can just create your own alter ego i highly suggest it <laughs> yeah it's, not it's really fun <laughs> no it's one of our best tips she was spicy. She still is pretty spicy. She absolutely is spicy. She was out this uh, this weekend. She was. She really likes fun. tequila too. <laughs> she loves tequila, but it has to have the right. What do you like? Uh, LaCroix. La yeah. Yeah, LaCroix. She has become so prominent that even my boyfriend's sisters actually buy me sunglasses for holidays now. And they say hoping, they got to keep Iglesias going. Yeah, they're hoping to see Mrs. Iglesias in, in, you will only be so lucky. in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> she comes out of nowhere. You turn around, you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be a good night. She's, She's out. Here. <laughs> Followed oh. usually by pterodactyl laughs. Yes. Oh my The gosh. other thing Allie has is the thing we call so pterodactyl laugh. Mm-hmm. I hate it, but everyone else we seems to enjoy it. it. <laughs> everyone enjoys her pterodactyl laugh. It's very like you, you struggle for air because you're laughing so hard <laughs> right. and it comes off like a pterodactyl. It's good. Everyone it makes you just like feel the vibes and all the good energy and everyone needs that in their life. We had a lot of pterodactyl laughs in our sixth floor walk up. Yes, we did. Um, <gasps> so again, guys, to kind of begin jumping off of what Delaney said in this short intro, for those of you guys just tuning in, just meeting us, welcome to Six Flights Up. We all lived in New York City in a six floor walk up in the magical land of New York City. So that was obviously a climb, but the climb's pretty much like a metaphor for our podcast and kind of what we hope to accomplish. So one of the toughest climbs we encounter daily is the one to self-love and acceptance. Don't we say that we all love ourselves and then completely contradict ourselves when we look in the mirror? 
I mean, I'd have to say yes, I do it. Like, of course yeah, I love myself absolutely. until I'm pulling every single weird part mm-hmm. of my body apart. So, you know, that's more so pulling yourself apart however we wish. So as women, we have this need to, you know, overall be seen, heard, and affirmed. But I feel like it's kind of by others. You know, I don't really know that we realize that we can provide the same affirmations for ourselves. So today's episode is going to be all about that. Ugh, and it is a struggle. Uh, The journey to self-love can be pretty, it's a widespread topic. In our first episode, we did discuss some of our own insecurities. So you're going to want to tune into that because it's a pretty good intro to us and the things we have actually come to negatively believe about ourselves from outside feedback, like things that all three of us Mm -hmm. genuinely believe. And we come from the modeling industry, but we have had many thoughts of personal doubt and they may have even been heightened from the modeling industry because you're consistently scrutinized And you have to consistently remind yourself that it's just a job. So today we're going to dive deeper into those personal beliefs and ask the question, if you could change one thing about your physical appearance, what would it be and why? And our two main topics would be our personal beliefs about ourselves based on outside feedback, and then what's something you would change about yourself. And in the end, how does it feel to say it out loud? And what does the person next to you Think when you say about it. That is the truth. If you can't say it in a room and feel like the like you can turn around and the person next to you is not like, are you insane? Like it's the one time mm-hmm. I think being judged is a good thing. Yes. Because yes. it's like use judgment to yeah. your advantage. Just please just judge away. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. By all the things Tell coming me out I'm of our crazy. Mouths. Yes. Oh man, you really, and even in like COVID times, I feel like I've been, it's either I don't care or I mm-hmm. completely hyper focus on something that I don't like. Like I've gone through different things this quarantine. It's like this whole waves. Year. It's waves of, I don't care. I'm not doing anything. I don't care. And then you don't care so long that you're like, oh my God, my eyebrows, my face, my Botox, my hair. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like myself. And mm-hmm. your friends are like, what the hell? Yeah. Like yes. I thought I was working out, but I guess. <laughs> yes. Yep. It comes in waves. And I, I mean, all of us, it'll be like, not just a day of feeling like this, but like sometimes weeks or months of being like, oh my God, I'm my own hater right now. What is going on? How do I pull myself out? Literally. When you look at your friend's faces, we just sat here and had a discussion before we turned the mics on about- We should always have it on. Yes, we should. Because we we just talked about all of these crazy things we don't like about ourselves right now. And uh, we all were just staring at each other like, you're all insane, but go on. Yeah, (laughs) please proceed. So I can tell you mine and not feel weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's so bad. We did mention this. So I feel like I might be repeating myself because, you know, we probably will a little bit, but I feel like it's, it's okay to take a deeper dive into those really weird thoughts about ourselves. Okay, so the actual topic would be, what is one thing you would change about yourself? That could be from yourself or from outside feedback. Only one? Yeah, only I know. I'm like, one? only one? Now that's the hard I'm part. I'm stuck. I have one then thing. When you, when you realize that saying only one makes you uncomfortable, that you can't choose more, that's sad. Because you're like, Ugh. I have like a whole list, guys. Like, I'm like, what? Yeah. Right. And it's awkward because all of a sudden you're vulnerable and you're like, oh, I have to share my list. <laughs> I was like my, um, you know, you look in the mirror and you, you ever have someone there with you and you'll, they'll say like, what? And you're like, oh my God, I just said that loud. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. Totally. Do it in front of your boyfriend. If you have a good supportive boyfriend, yeah. do your makeup in front of him and just let him watch you. And he'll be like, what did you just say about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Like you'll almost get embarrassed. Like I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe I really think that. Yeah. Like I'm embarrassed that I think that about myself. Cause he's like, what? Yeah. What are you, what? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway. And I wish I loved myself more in this moment. Sorry. <laughs> We're all like, I literally have, I always feel like one, I always talk about this. I feel like I have a crooked face all the time. And I'm always like I taking can't believe images of my eyebrows. Yeah, I'm like, they're crooked. That. I'll never forget. I used to work at QVC and everything was hyper focused on people pointing things out. But Jamie Kern Lima, who owns It Cosmetics, she would always say to us, your brows, your face is... It's not symmetrical. It your your sister's not twins, like your mm-hmm. eyebrows. Yeah. You know, she would always say, like, don't expect perfection. And I'm like, Yeah, but it's hard because you so see hard. it in photos and you're like, Why? Yeah, why is my weird, face? It's like weird this. things like when you're doing your makeup, you see things. Ugh. You're just too yeah. close to your face. Yeah. So I was just, just gonna say nobody's looking as closely at you as we are looking at ourselves. Ever. And that's just like when the you have truth. A, yeah. When you have a breakout and you're like, oh, I'm breaking out. You oh feel like, it, why do we feel yeah. like we're just saying it right when you now. see someone like, oh, they might Oh my see God, it, that's so funny. And then they'll think I have a breakout. Wait, like, today no, they I don't think in, like that. And I was like, <laughs> I have, I'm breaking out. And then I'm like, I just wanted to get it off my chest because I feel so much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I named my pimple and it's fine. But no, when you have like, all right, when you have skin problems, and I don't think anyone realizes this, that's like my biggest thing. If I could change one thing, it would be skin problems. Like I would just want the per- most perfect poreless skin. And like in my head, I'm like, that would make me feel the best. But then I was looking back on photos from like a year ago and my skin looked so good and I still hated my skin. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, this is just like a mental struggle. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And you always compliment people's skin because I feel like you look at skin. I'm hyper-focused on everyone's skin. Mm -hmm. That is a good point. I mean, I had it too. I had acne for years and people don't believe me because in my early twenties, I graduated college and I remember... I remember being on, on set at QVC and they would be like, Allie, they would text me before the show lineup and they'd be like, hey, are you still breaking out? We'd love to use you in like bye-bye pores. And I'm like, oh my God. What? Like people are just, they know when you're breaking out. So like, yeah, modeling heightened it, but I still knew I had acne. Like so much to the point where I was debating, like I need Accutane. So like, I know what you feel like when you're mm-hmm. one little thing goes wrong and you have these it's like going back in trauma. You're like, oh my yeah. God. You go back into your like teenage self of like, oh my acne, I can't, I have to hide my face. Mm-hmm. I can't let anyone see this. And really it's just like, it's freaking normal. It's a pimple, get over it. But I get what right. you're saying. Cause once you've had it, I think it's like, it's a very personal thing. Acne it is. is a struggle. I was just going to say, it carries on with us always. And we do hyper focus on these negative things that we've been told about ourselves forever. Like for me, if I'm going back in my memory, of what I would change about myself, especially getting into modeling. When I was first getting into modeling was always my body. I never understood why even when I was super tiny, people would say you're curvy. I didn't understand what that meant. Like that you genuinely have hips, Mm -hmm. your hip bones are never going to be the size of like a normal editorial model's hip bones. Mm -hmm. So I would hyper focus on my body and I would eat super clean. And I still being that tiny, like what, 15 pounds lighter than I am now, I still wasn't happy. So it's like now I've gotten to this place, thank God, where I can look at myself and appreciate that I'm curvy and that I have these things about me that I've accepted, but it takes so long and it's an everyday thing. Some days I feel great and I can look at myself and talk positively. And then some days I can't and I hyper-focus on like, this could be smaller, this could look better. But I think it all comes back to like, going into modeling when you're so young, you want to be this cookie cutter and we're not cookie cutters. We are all born the way we're born. Yeah. I'm happy to see you finally 
enjoying the body you were born in because I love your body. We and all I always, love it. I'm like, yeah, oh she has the best body. It's just God. like such a good body. Like you just have the best proportions. And I'm always like, oh my God, I wish I looked more curvy like that. Like just like her waist is really tiny and her hips are like, the, it's just- But everything's- And yes. even if you weren't, to be honest, even if you weren't amazing proportions, it's just nice to see your friend be like, I like myself and I'm going to freaking wear whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just accepting it. Because yeah. I think some days when I'm not digging it and I'm like, I do not dig myself today. Yeah. You still, you can accept it. You're like, like this is my body. It and like dressing for it. Because I always feel like you dress yeah. against it for a while. Why do we yes, do that? We hide I don't know. Things. I used to dress against it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You yeah. hide your curves. Like I have a cousin who has a bigger chest and she's always wearing huge hoodies or huge t-shirts to hide it. And some of us look at you and we're like, wait, that's a blessing. Why are you covering yeah. that up? I know. Oh my God. Show them. <laughs> show, show them. We all know. I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I like have, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard so, for me to pick one. I think I have like two big ones that have haunted me. Two um, big ones? Yeah, like two big ones. I know one of yours. Yeah, one of them we've we've highlighted. But I think I think it goes off of Delaney because mm-hmm. I was in like the runway category and I was really tiny in college. Like I got really tiny. And I remember being like, oh my God, I was like a zero two. And I would still have agents point things out. Like, do you think you could just shave your hips? Do you think you could just do this? And I mean, at my smallest, I was working showroom or something for Ralph right. Lauren. There was a representative from New York and she came in to do the trunk shows and she was like, the pants, they were too short and they were way too tight. And she's like, well, obviously if they actually fit the model, then we'd be able to tell what they looked like. And she said it in front of a room full of people. And I was like 20. Wow. And my mm-hmm. whole body, I remember getting into the car, like shaking, crying, like so upset. Oh my God. And I remember my one girlfriend texted me and she's like, like, she just made it so clear. She's like, listen, you know, um, there's no size fits all. Those are sample sizes one. And she's like, and you let them know that unless they're, they want to pay you a million dollars to be that size, that's never going to happen. And it, <laughs> it's just really all in like the eye of the beholder, right? There's people that love Kim Kardashian's body. Right. And that's the complete opposite it's of like Bella same, Hadid's yeah. body. So it's really just like whatever way you're shaped, there is a whole entire community of people who think that's ideal. So yeah, it's like, totally. why do we always start out in our bodies and we create ideals that are opposite of ourselves? Like I'm think, thinner yeah. and I did the same thing. I'm like, I want to be curvier. I hate being thin. I hate being skinny. I just want to be more womanly. And it sticks with you. Like, you know, I think we all like ourselves now, but we have moments of like, oh, I look like a boy today. Yeah. I'm too oh my straight. God. I'm, I'm too, too tall skinny. and awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think know. what it is, is that you start to listen to other people's feedback too much. Like that's yeah. the- same thing when I was you on. absorb it. Yes, you absorb it. When I was on America's Next Top Model, I felt like I was under a microscope. Oh and God, people were imagine. looking for things to kind of like dig at your confidence because in the end it was going to hurt you in the competition. So they would purposely say things that they knew you were sore about. I don't know how you survived so, that, yeah, to be honest. I they don't think I would have ever made it. Delaney was like, on America's Next Top Model. If we never mentioned that, yeah. we act like it's casual. It's casual. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Google her. and um, What season were you on, Lainey? 22. 22. Yeah. But, um, Big deal. She learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot about myself and accepting myself because they would, like the kids knew, um, the other kids on the show, that I was bullied all my life about my weight. And so my body was always like a sensitive subject so they and they would attack it. that you had that in your head. You were like bigger. You had a bruise in your head. Mm, they're like, it. you're curvy. You have curves. You have boobs. You have this. And it was just like, they knew that I would then they're be reaffirming on set. it. Yeah. Being I mean, insecure. In a bad way. Honestly, whatever you're teased about, 
I don't even know, like, let's say somebody says you have really, I don't like your nose, right? That's only because they know that you don't like your nose. Right. And so that person is just trying to hurt you. They actually probably don't give a crap about your nose. Exactly. Unless you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you don't realize that until Like most so, of the time. And most like, of the time. Yeah. They're just well, nasty when people. I, when I was in um, middle school, all the boys made fun of me. I mean, all of really? them. Like I'm traumatized from being made oh, fun of for tall? being tall because oh, I was wow. so skinny. I had one pair of jeans that fit me. They were Hollister jeans and they were the only ones that fit me. I'm not kidding. I would try them where other ones. Everything was a flood. And oh all God. the girls that were my friends were 5'2". Like they're still kind of 5'2 from high school to this day. They're just like <laughs> shorter than me. But um, I would... Always be like at the movie theater, like hunching. I was five nine, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. But like, I got to be. I was five eleven by the end of that year. It was ninth grade, and I'm like really skinny and really awkward. And all the boys would be like, I would get on the bus in the morning. I'm not kidding. This is hard for me to say. Still, they'd be like, Oh my god, is she gonna make it? She might hit her head. Oh, oh like I would god. get on the bus. And they'd make fun of me. I and literally want to go back in time and beat them all up. And then That's one time, I, I was I was on the risers for chorus. I was in I was in soprano. We were singing, we were doing a rehearsal for Christmas and they were like, someone just screamed when they were walk. one of the boys walked in and they were like, who planted it? They used to call me a tree. And they were like, who planted a tree on the risers? Oh my God. Like, it's funny to me now, but I'm like, they were so nasty. They were nasty. You can't like, and by the time I got to high school, they were like, oh, we were just trying to bring you down a few pigs. And I'm like, what? No, they... Boys do that in weird. high school. If you're in high school and you're but listening it traumatized to this, me. Yes, and they were like, please you, because, hear this. But they knew that it was a trigger for me. So they said, I'll never forget my, um, one of the guys was like, if we didn't know that was an insecurity, we would have never called it out. If you didn't That's care exactly so much, my no point. one would ever called it out. If you were like, I love being tall and you were not affected, they probably would have ended up stopping because they're like, well, this isn't fun. It was fun for them because I was so insecure. I mean, anyone that's in high school listening, just please know that everything that makes you feel different from like the crowd of people is going to make you feel insecure as you're in the stage of wanting to blend in. But as soon as you get past that, you're not going to want to blend in anymore. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I'd never so want to be true. Different. I don't want to be the same as everyone else. I'm like dress for my body right, type, but I'm right. not, I would never want to not be me. It's part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things you think you have to change, you don't have to change them. I promise you, you do not want to look and be and sound like everyone else. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it is part of your identity. That's what makes you unique. It's what makes you beautiful. We're all like beautifully flawed, no matter what it is. Yeah, we have to. This is where we get into our light. Beautifully said. I just feel like a butterfly just landed on my microphone. (laughs) Hello, I'm here. This is when I always tell the girls, and I tell myself when we're hating on ourselves. I had a best friend that I lived with in LA, and she would tell me when I was in this rut of hating on myself, she would say, I hope that you realize when you look in the mirror, that's the little girl that you grew up with, that's your best friend and everybody else. You could have a million haters in the world. Why would you be your own hater? Look at that girl and give her all the love you give your friends. So then I always think that when I hear my friends talk bad about themselves too, I'm like, I know that it's a natural instinct, but when you're in the mirror, switch it around and be like, Allie, you've been through so much. Carissa, you've been through the most like, I love you. We've been through so much together and you've turned out incredible. If yeah. nothing else, even if you're having a bad physical day where you can't find something that you love about your body or something, you're like, I'm such a good human. Yes, I'm a find really good something friend. something you love about yourself. Yeah, like stop looking at the outfit that you don't like on your body. Just, yeah. just keep moving somewhere else. <laughs> I always look at my nieces. I have four nieces 
and they're all really young. They're all under 11. Mm-hmm. And I just, they'll say stuff sometimes. They're way more aware of this generation than we were. Ugh. And they'll say stuff like, well, I don't have um, cheekbones yet. And oh I'm my like, gosh. you're five. What? So I, I just think about them when I think about myself. Cause I'm like, this starts Watch so you say. young. Yeah. Like when I look at them, I'm like, there is not anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You're literally perfect. Mm-hmm. You're just like the, per- and I wish they could see themselves with, it's going to take them years. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that, you know, be there for those little girls and be there for yourself because they need to hear someone say that around them yeah. consistently. Like you're perfect. There's nothing that would, you could change that would make you feel differently about this situation. It's yeah. just natural. I think like, a lot of women in general, like need that affirmation from other people in a positive way, but yeah. in, in order to, not to get it yourself, but I think it does help. It does. A little bit. I know? always feel like giving the best compliment. Like if you look at a woman and you think that like she could benefit from some kind of compliment and you genuinely mean it, just share it. Like let's do more women loving women instead of like, mm, it she looks like she has her nose done. Like was that necessary? It, it makes <laughs> you feel good. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it makes you feel good to make other girls feel good. No matter what you think or men, whoever it is you want to give a compliment to, it will yeah. brighten their day. No I matter saw what. this TikTok. It was viral. And it was this girl riding around in a car, just shouting compliments to people. Yes. And so their funny. faces were well, like. It was world, it's World Compliment Day today. To, it is. Today. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to give you guys compliments. Oh, oh no. Can we compliment each other? Yes. I'm so ready. Allie, happy birthday. And I'm obsessed with you. Oh, and you're the thank best you. friend. <laughs> and you're the best business partner. And I admire that about you. <laughs> thank you so much. Wow. You're In welcome. The no tone. Thank you. Delaney, you're the biggest light in my life. And every time I call you, I feel like I can breathe again. So I'm, thank you for that. She's hitting on me. I am. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with both of you. And honestly, don't know what I would do without these two. Carissa, you give me strength and the tough love that I need always. Allie, I always call you and I feel like I'm off the path. I'm off in my beaten path again. And you're like, here, get back on. Get in your lane. Just do this. It's one little thing that Carissa always says. I love that. Just do one little thing. Yeah, I feel like, Carissa, you've (laughs) seen me at some low points in my life. So I really appreciate you for being there for me. I love you. There was this one time, I just, this is off topic, but like Carissa and I, Talk about low lows. Remember, we were both going through a breakup and oh. we laid in my bed. I know bed. exactly the moment you're talking about <laughs> it before was you said incredible. it. Delaney played music for us while we laid in bed. And we laid cried. in bed and cried Actually next to each other. cried. You guys, I'm not like, like stared a at each other and cried. Yeah. We laid next to each other and just cried. Like we could like feel each other's pain. Oh God. Yeah, but that so made bad. us a different level of close. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was weird. And then we had a dance party afterwards. We did. And then we drove home and we had a great time. It was a good home. release. You but need to do that. This is That's why the being... kind of depth that you get from like a good friend like that though. <laughs> it's true. So and being you, in your tub together. Because that's what we call being in your tub. So when they were laying in their bed, they were in their tub. (laughs) We were definitely (laughs) in our tub together. (laughs) (laughs) My face was puffy for like three days. A metaphorical tub. Yeah. Yeah. So this is your sign to text your friends right now and give them a nice compliment about their personality, their looks, whatever it is. Make someone feel better today because all we do is tear each other down and it's really being internalized. And I want to transition to Allie because you got so many DMs. Oh yeah, I got listen a lot to of these DMs. DMs, you guys. These are DMs from listeners telling us what their insecurities and what they see when they look in the mirror. And imagine your best friend saying this about herself. And please text her right now and just tell her, "Hey, just want to let you know you look like amazing today. And I saw you on your Instagram. 
Like Allie, you did that to me the other day. You were like, you look so hot today. I do that to you guys Everyone all needs the a little time. love in. It helps. Yeah. I'm like, she does I do. do. Yes. I love it. I'm like, you guys look incredible. Your outfit is ridiculous. You're so hot. Can I date you? I know do you, you do. Get married? You're the best. Hype woman over there. So and then thank you're you like, being a hype woman. Okay, I guess my pimple doesn't matter that much. Thank you, Delaney. <laughs> no one saw your pimple except for you. Okay, so I promise. Hold up. We're going to go through some that I got today. So ready. We'll just roll through them. So we have nose. I immediately pinpoint my skin flaws, my under chin. I've always despised my under eye bags. Now I try to do face yoga every morning. Only one question mark, wrinkles, even skin, flatter tummy, goodbye cellulite, and nose and nose. (laughs) I can kind of piggyback the the nose one because that's my, my biggest my cellulite too, thing. because how many women have cellulite? It is normal. We all have it. it I don't is know. Normal. You guys, we're in the modeling industry, and I'm here with a special announcement for every girl that's not. Mm-hmm. Every girl in the modeling industry, essentially, like ninety percent has cellulite. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, it's natural. It's, I've, I rarely, even skinny girls have it. Bigger girls have it. Like it's normal, it, and it's genetic, and you can't fight genetic. Oh my either. god, it cured my fear of cellulite when I started modeling, and I was like, oh my god. Everyone, Everyone has, has it? it. Oh, it's cool. You see like a celebrity in person and you're like, oh, they have it a little bit too. And it still looks good. Right. Cool. I don't have to worry about this. Thank you. Thank exactly. you so much. I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's a huge one because I mean, we have to wear bikinis and bathing suits all summer long. And for me, that's something I always think about. Is somebody looking at my cellulite? Is somebody looking at my butt? I know. Wearing sarongs and you're like, I don't yeah. want to see. You know, I look at women who are just so comfortable. I'm like, why can't I be that comfortable in a bathing suit? Like, I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe they are. I don't know. But yeah. I just like envy that. I'm like, I've never felt comfortable in a bathing suit. Which is insane for me to hear so you say weird. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, looks no, so I don't good like in a bathing, bathing suits. suits. Yeah, I don't love them either. I've never, do you know what took me a really long time to start wearing bikinis? I had this girlfriend in elementary school because I went through, I had a little bit of a, I gained a lot of weight before I grew. So I was a little bit on the chubbier side and it got to me even in sixth grade and I refused to wear bathing suits that weren't tankies. And then I like had this weird stigma about bikinis into middle school. Like it was hard for me to put a string bikini on. I mean, I really genuinely think that bikinis are a state. They're a state of mind, you guys. No, they're a state of mind. Here's why I believe this. Okay, tell us. Because bikinis are literally string with fabric. It doesn't matter- even Sports Illustrated, right? How like are those you girls are to look gorgeous. Even even the ones they do with like girls that are bigger and smaller and bald and athletes. To put a be like a bikini on, you have to just literally be like, I'm freaking wearing a bikini and I like myself. There's mm-hmm. never a moment, even if you feel perfect, that you're like, I look perfect in this bikini. Like right. you're never gonna reach that. Go get your boobs done, get liposuction. You're still not going to feel that way. Ever. It is so uncomfortable mm-hmm. wearing a bikini. Mm-hmm. I always put a big ass shirt over myself. Or I'll take I a picture a, and then be like, goodbye. <laughs> and then, then. Only certain angles. Thank you so much. Totally. Please don't make me turn around. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. And it's that thought that because we obsess about our own body so much that we think other people are going to do the same and look at us and judge us. And I think right. it's a natural thing that we kind of quickly judge each other, but- it goes Honestly, back to that. Yeah. yeah. People don't care. They're worried about themselves. They're, They're so, feeling insecure. And women are hot. Okay. Women, I've like rarely seen a woman that I'm like, she's not hot in a bikini. Like they're probably looking because you look good. Yeah. And I know that's hard to believe because we all just think everyone is against us. But we've looked at girls on beaches and we're like, oh my God, that girl's so pretty. Like she looks so cute in her suit. And then yeah. she turns around and we're like, 
we love you. We're so sorry. We're not judging you. It's like, damn, I can't believe we had to say that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we're not judging you. <laughs> we're just, how do we even say? We're, we're just admiring. Admiring. Exactly. Yeah, you look beautiful. And it's so brave to wear a bikini, whether you're in shape, out of shape, whatever shape you're in, it's just brave to wear freaking string and fabric mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's really brave of us. It's so brave. <laughs> I mean, it's good a lot. for you. Good for you. I like regular bathing suits too, like one pieces, but they're still that's brave they're, they're too. They're hard to wear too. Oh my God, your whole freaking butt's out. Yeah, that's my thing. It's out. There is nothing you that know, covers like my booty the day in front of my family. Same, like the time where you same. have to run to the be- to go into the water and you're like, oh my God. And like everyone's staring at my butt, bouncing all over the place. Yep, I can feel it. I'm like, I'm wearing a sarong until I'm in the water and then I'm going to be like, oh, I forgot to take it off. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, you guys, I just saw this post by, um, what is is the actor's name from Superbad? Oh, we love that post. Jonah Hill. I love that post. Jonah Hill. Did you guys see his Instagram post? I've never taken my shirt off in front of my family. Okay, (laughs) can we read it for them real quick? Because it was the most beautiful. It's a picture of him shot by a... What was it like? Um, celebrity polar. It was oh, what in. What was it? Uh, paparazzi it photo. Yeah, paparazzi it was something photo. else on the Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. Yeah, and Daily he said, Mail. "I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid thirties, even in front of my family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body, by press and interviewers. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while surfing and printing photos like this, it can't phase me any anymore, and it's dope. I'm thirty seven. Finally, love and accept myself. This isn't a good for me post, and it's definitely not a feel bad for me post. It's for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful, awesome, and perfect. And it's just a picture of him surfing, and like that gives me chills. I know, I have because chills. it's like take your fucking shirt off and get in the water. I'm sorry. Have fun. Live what? your life. You're never gonna look back and be like my banana roll under my ass. Allie, Allie, I swear to God, I'm looking at you. I'm not looking at you on purpose. <laughs> She's like, what's a banana roll? I'm like, I She doesn't just, have them. It's a lie. She made it it's up. It's like the cellulite under your butt. It's horrible. But I and I always this. feel like I have it. I'm like, yeah. Who, who well, wouldn't have it? I don't really, I don't yeah, really like fat. it. It's yeah. like those weird things you pull about. Everyone also, like, I think we all gain weight differently. Have you ever totally. like, realized that? Like people are like, oh my God, yeah. I gain weight in my chin. I gain weight in my arms. Like everyone gains weight differently. And at the end of the day, like your body is going to always gain weight wherever it wants to. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. You, you have no good. choice in the that's matter. It. Sorry, yeah. you're out. And if it's genetic, it just like learn to love it. I don't know. What are we going to do when we have babies? I think you have one body, you guys. Have, yeah, you have one body. That's the major key that I it, think man. we all really bonded over this and talking about our insecurities because the main goal is that we reach this level of not only self-love because that's a daily struggle, but self-acceptance. Accept yourself. Know that it's normal to have insecurities. Know that you are not alone in your insecurities. We are here for you. And no one is looking at you the way that you look at you. And I just love yourself. I just watched this amazing all day event that Jamie Kern Lima, who who is the founder of um, It Cosmetics, held last week. She had all of these really amazing speakers and Mel Robbins, who we love because we've posted her before, Mm -hmm. um, was talking about like being your own hype woman. And she said, you're supposed to never leave a bathroom without high-fiving yourself in the mirror. And that is how you get yourself on the path. I love to, like, that. Positive. I'm going to start actually, doing it tonight. But like, that's how you put do. yourself on the path to like positive affirmation, resilience, calmness, and control. And that's what she was saying. And it's like, she's like, I will be at a bar and go into the bathroom and like, you have to like look at yourself and it's like, 
Yes. Like give yourself a little high five. Confidence is all state of mind. It has nothing to do with your actual aesthetic appearance. Mm -hmm. It does not. And I will say like the compliments that like Carissa, you just gave me earlier, my favorite compliments are how I made somebody feel about Mm -hmm. themselves. And that's what I love about myself. So if I'm looking in the mirror and I'm having a weird day where I'm hating on myself, I do make it a point to look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you. You're a good person. Mm -hmm. And I love you. If nothing else, just say you love yourself. Yeah. Something so simple. High five yourself. I say, I love you. You know, I'm going to like nourish you today. I'm not going to like, like when I was younger and I'd be like, I have to lose weight. I have to fit in. I have a show on Friday. I have to fit into this clothes. Like I would literally have the craziest diet. I'm like, what am I doing to my body? Well, you don't realize you don't realize that you're doing it. No, I was very young. And I mean, I was eating nothing. We're only given one body. Mm -hmm. This is going to sound morbid, but do you ever go to a funeral and if Ugh. it's open casket, you just think like, that was that soul's one body. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think about it until you see it in that light. And you're like, damn, I only have this one. That's all I got. Yeah. Like my soul mm-hmm. has to survive in this for and as I'm long gonna as possible. And I'm going to treat like shit so I can fit into a pair yeah. of Ralph Lauren pants. Yeah. What the hell? That, yeah, I no. Care. no, I'm done doing that crap. You guys. <laughs> but like we have to, I can't forget, like I did have a period of time where I was like really not in the best place with that. So that's why I try to say um, to myself that's me every, every other too. day. I mean, that's, I'm still there yet. Yeah. It'll be like, Oh, it's, I'm going to go. These conversations <laughs> will last me a week and a half. And then I'm like, Hey guys, can we have another like self-confidence? Let's remind ourselves conversation. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> completely. And that's why it's great to have good friends and to have roommates because when we all live together, I would have my crazy insecure moments and come to them and say, I need you to tell me I'm crazy. Yes. It works so, guys. Start the conversation with your friend and tell them they're amazing. Moral of the story. <laughs> And thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in to our fifth episode of Six Flights Up. To wrap up our topic for today, I just want to give you a quick recap. We talked about things that make us insecure, things that we would change about ourselves. And we talk about whether it's a personal choice or whether it's someone's outside opinions that influence this way that you feel about yourself. And then second, we talked about how to look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself a high five. Tell yourself that you love that person in the mirror. Just hype yourself up. Be your own hype man. Be your own hype man. Hype woman. Best friend. (laughs) Be your bestie. Find your Iglesias. (laughs) Find your inner Iglesias. Well, as always, guys, we really hope that this climb was worth it. I'm sure there'll be more in this category. You know, it's always long, but we're so happy that you made it here throughout this episode with us. Please Please, please, please follow us. Reach out to us on Instagram at Six Flights Up. We really want to hear from you and come up with so many more amazing episodes centered around this self-love theme, this climb to just figuring it out in this thing we call life. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to close the episode with a nice little one-liner for you guys. This is one that I've always really resonated with. And it is, in the end... We all become our stories. So all of the painful things you've been through, all of the trauma that you've been through, it all makes for a great story. It makes you stronger. And yeah, that's who we are. We're our stories. I love that. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. For everything you've been through. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening.